Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene. This is Rachel Fisher. Hi, this is Desi Jettikin. So I have a lot of stories, actually. Yeah. So let's get to them. Yes. First, we have an update from last week, and that is about Nancy Segula, the cat lady, who uh, was going to face 10 days in jail for feeding stray cats. For having snitch neighbors. Yeah, for her um, in Garfield Heights. Yeah, Ohio. Uh, So... Obviously, we weren't the only people talking about this story. There was a huge public outcry on social media. No one wanted this woman to go to jail. No. She was in her late 70s. Uh, she's she feeding cats. She just wanted to feed, feed the cats. And I get it. Someone in our Facebook group who is like a property management person, I, I can see why you don't want someone doing that. My objection is jail time. That's not someone who needs to be in jail. Come on. like Yeah. So... Uh, she obviously, there was like a huge public outcry that this woman in her late 70s would be going to 10 days of jail for uh, feeding cats. Even though I love cats, I don't want to have to get into any more trouble, she said, uh, after she was sort of released from her sentence. Um, she does have to um, go to the mental health training. I don't really know why that is or what that's about. Did you know that like her husband had recently died and she was lonely? Oh, so and maybe they just want was, her to kind of get some therapy yeah. to deal with her grief like, in a better way. I don't know if he had recently died, but he had died like she still was grieving her husband. And okay, like that's why okay. the cats were giving her comfort. Yes. Because also her cat had died too. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, that's good news. Yeah. I hope she gets help and I hope she has some good friends around her. And I her. hope, uh, she, I think she is going to be adopting one of the strays that she Aww. was feeding. So well, that's, that's like a news. nice little positive yeah. uh, spin on that story. Now to something grosser. We haven't really discussed this guy yet, even though he is definitely um, criminal and definitely connected to Hollywood. Uh, and that is Jeffrey Epstein. So there was a story last that kind of broke within the past week. And it's one of my, like, I don't want to say favorite types of stories because I find it revolting. I don't like these stories that are like, Gross guy wants to spread his seed and populate the it's earth. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> like that is one of the most vile like things a person can want to do. It's always the most hideous men. Like it's so narcissistic. Existing. Like yeah, I actually think there was like a, a lifetime movie about it. Some doctor, like a fertility doctor, in there was maybe ep- Virginia or somewhere around there who was like impregnating his patients with his own semen instead of their husband's or the donor sperm that they had selected. There was an episode of SVU with that plot line. Oh, really? And okay. guess who played the creepy guy? Who? John Stamos. Oh! <laughs> but look, I'm not saying it's right, but no, he's hot at least. No, but like, he did a really good job being sleazy. Okay, good. It was, well, because it's literally the most disgusting thing. Yeah, it's so like, gross. It, it, you can't get worse for me. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to hear a guy say the word seed. Ugh. Like it's such a vile, like disgusting way to uh, say "come." Just say "come." Let's not, let's. Yeah, <laughs> it's just... actually more disgusting to try to be all biblical about it. So the headline is basically Jeffrey Epstein aimed to seed human race with his DNA. Now he like went 
all out to do this. He, um, much like he had befriended very wealthy, powerful people throughout, uh, you know, all sorts of businesses and industries, he also started collecting sort of world-renowned Nobel Prize-winning scientists in his little, like, party scene or whatever he was doing. And he kind of did this by um, funding a lot of their weird studies. Like, he would fund these studies at no, like, reputable places. Right. Like, these weird kind of borderline eugenics-type studies like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, So he kind of did that. And that was basically his plan. Like, he had some big ranch in New Mexico, and he wanted to impregnate up to 20 women at a time with his semen and just kind of, like, get his genes out there. That is so disgusting. What is is wrong with this guy in general? I mean, he's... He's one of the worst of the worst, but this is just like one more thing. Like, yeah, not only is he a pedophile right. and a rapist, He's I mean, awful. you just don't get worse than him. So that's just that little update in that story. And I guess we'll probably cover it more as time goes on. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, another big case with a kind of crazy um, billionaire. I think he's a billionaire or he's just very wealthy is Robert Durst had a little bit of an update oh. this week. Now, if you've seen the documentary on uh, HBO, I guess it was on HBO, the right? The Jinx. The Jinx. Um, you might remember that he uh, had killed a first wife before the Susan Berman yes. uh, story broke. Or that was like sort of the big focus of that show. Right. Um, so his first wife's family had sued him for wrongful death in a civil trial. He was he was never convicted of like killing. I don't know that he was even tried. He, I don't even think he was either. He could still be tried, but they didn't have evidence. That's right. Um. So part of the problem was because I, I guess a civil trial. Um. And my article just fucking. I just accidentally closed the window. But the, so this is based on my memory of reading it. So forgive me if I make a mistake. According to the article, like a civil wrongful death trace case has to be in conjunction with a criminal case that has already happened, and he was kind of like OJ was found yes. not guilty. Um, they thought that it was enough to be connected to the Susan Berman case where he is being tried at some yes. point. But it was like a technicality that the judge was like, nah, that doesn't count. It has to be a criminal case related to the wife's death or murder. Um, so the, the civil case basically got thrown out. So Robert Durst kind of won that case, basically. Right. What's going on with him? Like, is he just free now? Dude, like, that's like his whole deal is like he just like murders people every few years and then he just like lives his life. Like maybe yeah. he like goes back to trial for like a minute and they're like, Robert, we've got you this time. But then yeah. he just like leaves. It's kind of an interesting case, but he's such a like weirdo. He's a total weirdo. Yeah, so yeah, I would like to see more. I mean, like, I want to see a Jinx part two, even if there's no case to talk about. I just want, like, a reality show of him because he's fascinating. Right, right. I mean, that was sort of, like, I don't feel like I'm as interested in the details of the cases as I am in him. No, but you remember how, like, at the end of the Jinx, he was, like, burping into the microphone? Yeah, the burping was so (laughs) revolting. What is wrong with these men? I'm just so sick of their fluids and gases. (laughs) Just fucking leave me alone. The burping was like, I almost couldn't take it. Like, that's how disgusting I found it. Was it was so rude and so... Um, it kind of reminded me sometimes when I get, like, panic attacky, I feel like I have to, like, burp. 
I know this sounds really weird. What you, I feel will, like, in Willy Wonka? I feel like I can't breathe. Like, I don't know. It's like, or I breathe too much that I swallow too much air. Like, yeah. so it's sort of related to swallowing a lot of air, I yeah. think. So when he was doing that, I kind of was like, oh. It was making like, you uncomfortable. Yeah. It made me feel like when I'm at my worst, like panic attacky, where I think I can't breathe and yeah. I'm swallowing too much air. Anyway, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> So this was another sort of fun little cute story, and he's definitely related to Hollywood crime scene because he's Hollywood. There wasn't a crime, but we like to eat his tacos and his donuts, and that's Danny Trejo. We love you, Danny. So he basically saved a baby from an overturned car. I think it was just yesterday. He's a literal superhero. I know. He's like a great guy, and, and as we said, we've eaten his tacos many times yeah. pre-show, and we've gotten his donuts a his few times, donuts too. Are- Low key, the best. My favorite. They're my favorite donuts in LA. I like the Abuelita ones. Oh, Have you had so those? Good. Yeah, that's like the cinnamon. Yeah, the cinnamon chocolate. Yeah. So basically, uh, he comes across a car wreck. There's a lot of strangers standing outside. He basically helps uh, a couple in freeing a little boy from the car seat and like helped pull him out of the wreckage. So like. Just like this, I think the child may have had special needs and he has like experience working with them in, for, in some capacity. So he was able to really calm the child down Aww. and just kind of save the day. So it's kind of a little hero story. Hollywood, our Hollywood hero. He's our Hollywood hero Danny of the Trick. week. <laughs> He's our Hollywood. Yeah, that's a new segment that probably will not happen again. No. Because <laughs> there's not too many Hollywood heroes. And also heroes. because last podcast does hero of the week. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh. On their side stories. Oh. The next story... It's a it's a kind of an LA local story, but it's so stupid um, that I'm bringing it up. This is the story of what is being called the Emoji House. Oh it's in God. Manhattan Beach, which is um, a beach town just south of like is it south of Long it's, Beach or north of Long Beach? No, it's south of uh, Manhattan Beach. It's south of Venice. Okay, so. Yeah, there's like a little Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach. There's like these little beach communities just south of like Playa del Rey uh, and Venice um, area. What happened was basically is boils down to a neighbor dispute. Apparently, one of the neighbors was renting out their little beach house, um, like an Airbnb or whatever. And I guess it's uh, not not uh, zoned for that or something. So obviously her neighbors turned her in. She retaliated in a pretty fucking major way. I kind of love this woman. I kind of do too. She's kind of the new queen of petty. Even though she may have broken the rules, like I feel like neighbors should work it out. You don't bring the city council into things. Yeah. That's kind of like fucking What did we just say? Don't snitch. Don't snitch. So she paints her house uh, basically hot pink. Yeah. With two huge emoji, you know, faces. On, faces on the building that's facing the sidewalk. And they're both like sort of like the female one that's sort of winking with no. huge. No, it's, no. Oh, it's the one with the shut up. I'm sorry. The one of one of the emojis is the emoji with the zipper, zipper around with the mouth. The zipper mouth. And then the second emoji is like the it's a more recent emoji that they added. And it's like. One eye is bigger than the other, and the tongue is out, and it's looking crazy. Oh, right. It's like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> uh, right. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the picture. For some reason, I thought they were winking, but the eyes are different sizes. So it's yeah. kind of like googly it's eyes. It's googly looking. eyes. So one has the zipper mouth, and one has the tongue sticking out, like, I sound like Celine Dion in that, that clip where she's like breathing like I a love that clip. freak. Um, now, one of the neighbors uh, named. Susan Wheeland, who is one of the people who reported this woman who was kid, she's pretty hilarious because she she finds it um, 
extra insulting. She's taking because this. she said that when she reported the neighbor, she was wearing eyelash extensions, and these emojis have huge eyelashes, like fake eyelash looking right. eyelashes. I love that. That's what she. I was like, who cares? Like she's dunking on all of you. She thinks it was an. She this woman Susan, this neighbor who's <laughs> complaining about the emoji house. I love it. She's in one of the quotes that I read. She was like. I had just gotten my eyelash extensions done. They did them way too long and everybody (laughs) knew it and I was really self-conscious about it. And then I come home to find the house across the street from mine has these gigantic emojis with gigantic eyelashes on. Obviously, I was being targeted and bullied. I love that she um, was humiliated by long eyelashes. Like, just go back to the place and have them trim them. What's the big fucking deal? Like, no, I, I mean, that's like the least of like, like if someone made fun of me for having long lashes, I'd be like, oh, who cares? Yeah. Fuck you. Um, so this, the neighbors are obviously furious about this emoji house. Um, Desi- she had like a professional artist do this. Like this is not a janky no. like paint job. She actually had a professional artist. He posts this, this photo that he, of his work on Instagram and he, um, captioned it are your neighbors constantly ratting you out have they cost you thousand in fines why risk a case when you can send them a pretty message (laughs) (laughs) now he did delete this because that probably made it seem a little more like a threat where she's trying to play the dumb what i think it looks great like you know she's (laughs) definitely acting like there's nothing retaliatory about this (laughs) i just fucking love emojis like (laughs) right look I feel like every city has to have that one weird, pretty ugly house that stands out right. and it's fine. And it's like, you know, like we, like there's like a Flintstone house. Right. You know what I mean? Or the Davids. Oh my God. I love that place. Is that <laughs> place too. still around? I think so. I like, mean, I it's mean, iconic. I, you can't leave it. For me personally, it's like such an iconic house. So the neighbor of the, the owner of the emoji house, she says... I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying not to offend anybody. I did it for the purpose of being happy, being positive, and I think it's cute and quirky and kind of funny. And certainly was a time for the emoji. I love this bitch. Like she is definitely playing it up. Like we all know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, and it's fine. The timing is very interesting. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, so they're taking this to city hall. Like the neighbors are. Not fucking happy. The The neighborhood doesn't look that cute to me. I don't know what their their problem is. Like They need to get over they it. They need to get over it. Honestly. The best thing to do with someone like that is to ignore them. Right. Because they gave her everything she wanted now. Like, yeah. you should pretend you're not angry. Now people are going to want to stay at her Airbnb. Right. So they're all afraid of her now, according to them. Um, they don't feel like they're being protected by the city. They consider her to be like a, a bully. Protected by the city. <laughs> I know. Wait a minute, Desi, I have a question. What? Is there another city hall meeting about this coming up? I don't know. When I read this story, when I started looking this week for stories for um, tonight, I saw this one and it was Tuesday and that was the day of the city hall meeting. And right. I was like, God, I was like, I would have fucking I gone. gone like, too. It was just way too late to travel to that area, especially right. like on a that time of day that it was. Um, but yeah, I would have gone to the meeting. Like, if, if it was like funny. If there's like a second meeting about this... We yeah. should go. Um, so yeah, uh, check it out. It's all over social media. I think if you just hashtag Emoji House, it'll pop up or you you can do a Google. You know how to use the internet. 
<laughs> to find things. Dumb as us. I don't have to fucking tell you. Uh, anyway, I kind of love those petty neighbor retaliatory. I love Even them. though I would hate to be involved in something like that. Yeah, they are very satisfying to They're read. They're fun to watch. They're fun to watch. Okay. So another weird story that happened this week. I don't think we spoke about it last week because it all happened very fast. And this is such a crazy story to me. This was about, um, there was a drug dealer who tried to disguise himself as his 19-year-old daughter oh. and trying to escape from prison. Did you see this story? <laughs> With the mask. I saw this picture before I knew what the story was. The picture was like all over social media. It looks like... Let me see it. Buffalo Bill no. <laughs> from Silence of the Lamb made like a lady suit. It is so fucked up. It so is they, so fucked. It's so fucking insane looking you have to go look this up or maybe we'll post a picture we, somewhere we um so he tries to uh, this is happening in brazil by the way he's a drug dealer he's in some big drug dealing gangs in brazil he's in prison basically for the rest of his life he uh i guess his daughter goes to visit him and they have a scheme where he's gonna put on his a daughter mask <laughs> he has like a long <laughs> a long black haired wig and he puts on like teenage clothes and he's i mean he's wearing a shirt that has like a <laughs> I don't know, like a Japanese type style anime looking dog with like a heart nose, like what a teenager would wear. Do you know what I mean? And like a little jean jacket, uh, whatever. You didn't say the mask he had on. The daughter mask. Well, what is a daughter mask? Oh. <laughs> it's a mask that made to look like a teenage girl. No, it's it's like a latex. It's a latex mask <laughs> with glasses on top. Oh, it's so creepy. It it's really, so creepy. It is an It looks like it's mask. made of skin. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I honestly can't do it justice. You just have to see it if you haven't seen it. I just love it. that you're like, you know, like a daughter mask. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> looks knows like what his that daughter. is. <laughs> It's a mask that looks like his daughter. It's actually like, the more I look at it, it's like, well, you you could have if you made it a little less creepy. Can I tell you uh, an instance that this kind of disguise worked? There's this amazing uh, show. I don't know if it's on the ID channel. I think it is Investigation Discovery, but it's called I Almost Got Away With It. Have you seen this show? Oh, no. It has some of the best reenactments of all of the shows, and the stories are just so ridiculous. Basically, the premise of this show is is that it tells stories of people who either like escaped from prison or were just like on the lam for really long, and then they got caught. Again, okay. but like people who were like on the lamb for like 20 years, basically. And it's these like crazy stories oh, about that, right? Okay, yeah. So there was this story I was watching. It was this one guy and he like had like a long successful run of bank robbing because he had this like latex mask that he would wear to disguise himself. Oh. But he looked like that, but with, but bald. And he, he looked like Pitbull. <laughs> he looked like Pitbull. Okay, okay. He looked ridiculous. I mean, it is one of those things where it's like, uncanny valley or something where it's like it's almost there but But it's it's not not. quite natural so it's really fucked up because they're obviously there's no movement in the skin and do you know what i mean like whatever yeah and this guy with the this bank robber guy and all the like surveillance images like they would like be interviews with the police they'd be like he looked like sickly or something was off about him like yeah so they all knew something was off but they couldn't quite tell what yeah um so that wasn't even his uh first attempt at escaping He had tried to escape the prison uh, previously with up to like 55 inmates had like created some underground thing to escape. They got busted. This prison sounds horrible, by the way. It's very violent and whatever. Uh, So I can see why he wants to get out. Now, there is a little update. 
he did take his own life this weekend. He hanged himself after he got busted, which is like shocking uh, turn of offense. Like, how do you go from trying to escape? I mean, I guess that that's how bad that fucking prison is. Like, he didn't want to stay. So, uh, yeah, go check out the pictures. You can see him and his teenage daughter and him as his teenage daughter. Um, And he was in there for drugs? Yeah. So he was basically in there for life. Look, I I don't doubt the prison. You want to get out of there. Yeah. uh, For sure. Okay. So now we're moving on to like a little bit of a happier story. Okay. This story is fucking hilarious. And I'm definitely going to post the pictures because I'm not going to be able to do this story justice. You have got to see this picture. So obviously we have a Facebook group. You should join it. People send us things all the time. And then a lot of times we end up talking about them. This is one of those times. Someone, look, people know we go to McDonald's. They'll often send us McDonald's stories. (laughs) Is it getting a little humiliating? Maybe. (laughs) But do I deserve it? I absolutely do. So someone tagged me. I got like a notification. Desi, this story... Whatever. This story's for you. So it's like, of course, I know it's going to be food related (laughs) or Florida trash. Uh, So this woman, it's like an older story. It's about um, a woman who was outraged. Oh, I know why they sent it to me because we had talked about um, drivers eating, like Lyft drivers or or, uh, Postmates drivers eating food. That was what it was about. So this is a story of a mom who went to McDonald's and got her children happy meals. Her kids were in the car and uh, she has a strict policy, Rachel, that the children are not allowed to eat the fast food in the car. They have to wait till she gets home and plates it for them. Plates it? Now, she got home with the happy meals and plated the food and when she opened up um, the order for her daughter Lorelai, there was a small bite taken out of the hamburger. (gasps) Now, this woman... (laughs) goes on national news. She goes back to the McDonald's, gets a refund, goes on national news complaining that the McDonald's um, people who worked there took a bite out of the burger before they gave it to her. Now, Rachel, I want you to look at Lorelai holding the burger with the bite taken out of it. Is that the guiltiest child you've ever seen? That kid took a bite out of the fucking burger. And the mom went to a fucking 11 accusing McDonald's and being outraged. The child has like the poutiest cry face, but you know she fucking took a bite of that That, burger. That First of all, let me just make my comments. That daughter looks like fucking trouble. And that daughter is the best (laughs) shit eating little pout grin on her face. Second of all, that mom... Is the ultimate, I'd like to speak to the manager mom. Oh, my God. That she went to the news because... She went to the news when it clearly was her daughter who took a bite out of the burger. She's probably hungry. This is the kind... The burger smells good. This is the kind (laughs) of mom that I did not have. Me too. My mom would have been like, fuck you. You took a bite out of the burger. There's no way my mom would have believed me. But but this is a good thing because my mom wasn't going to go blame some... Oh, yeah. My mom wasn't about to blame some poor uh, service worker who... Absolutely not. She's getting who uh, this service worker in trouble now. Right. And the daughter's gone too far. Right. It's gone too far. Now she has to go along with this national news tour and go like on whatever the Dr. Phil in Australia is. Like whatever. (laughs) They're like on all the talk shows. Yeah. And then like the morning news shows, like a human interest story. So did they figure out? No. She's never admitted it. I fucking love this girl. She's the new bad seed. She fucking rules. This girl's evil. This picture 
is fucking hilarious and it gets funnier the more I look at it because it's so fucking obvious to anyone with half a brain that the daughter took a fucking bite of the burger. This mom is insane if she thinks kids shouldn't be allowed to eat in the car. Like, I'm sorry. That's why you get a Happy Meal is so you eat it in the car on the way home. And you want to take a bite of that burger. You're smelling it the whole car ride you home. That like food, you, I'm, I've shoved half a bag of fries in my mouth before I even get out the drive-thru. That food does not have a long shelf life. You no. have to eat it within no. like five Five minutes of getting it. Okay. So that story literally made me cry. I want updates on this I story. Want, I love this girl. And it reminded me of a very similar thing. I don't love the mom though. Let me be clear. Oh yeah. No, the, the mom is the mom the, is the like, kid is trying to survive a mom yeah. like that. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Right. It reminded me of another story that I always have loved. It's from a few years ago. Um, And the story is, (laughs) this story is like guilty people who take it way too far. I just need to fucking admit what they've done. Now, this story is about, um, uh, the the headline is that on this is elderly couple refused to pay 200 pound bill in a pay-per-view porn row. (laughs) Now, this is a couple, they're in their 70s, and they're stunned when they get um, a cable bill that has, uh, <laughs> has charges for renting porn on it. The, the couple are, the wife is very outraged, and the husband just stands along <laughs> with her. Look at his face, Rachel. <laughs> like, the wife is like, we would never order porn, and he's just sitting and there. He's he, like, he clearly jerked off. He's like, you're damn right, Ethel, we wouldn't order yeah, porn. Like, I was like, this this woman is so gullible. Like, she <laughs> believes, like, he probably was just like, I didn't do it. Like, they were probably just hoping that the charge would come off. The cable company's like, no, you fucking ordered the porn. And they take it to the news. And then this guy, what's his name? Before I could, I need to say his name. Uh, Ron. 
<laughs> Ron just keeps playing along with it and does not admit that he did the porn, just like the girl doesn't admit that the, she took a bite out of the burger. But he's 75 years old. I mean, come on, Ron. Yeah, you fucking on, Ron. ordered the porn. Own up to it. Virgin shouldn't have to pay for your bullshit. <laughs> okay. So here's another story that someone sent me on uh, Facebook or sent us on Facebook. I have to say, it's just one of those stories where it's like, what is the guy who sings, uh, it wasn't me? Chingy? Shaggy. Shaggy. Chingy. No, uh, d- what the hell? Chingy does right there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I knew Chingy was wrong when I said it, but I was like, Rachel will correct but, me. But uh, we can talk about Chingy anytime you like. Okay. Okay. So this is, it wasn't me. Now, this is a Louisiana woman who um, was pulled over for something and... When the police searched her, uh, they found a clear plastic bag that contained one gram of meth up her pussy. Now, this woman said, that's not mine. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to admire. I guess this is a series of people not admitting to something that's very obvious, right? Like, how do you... How do you like have like, oh, he was fucking me. He must have shoved it up there after he came. Like, how do you deny meth that's up your pussy? I fucking love this woman. Yeah. I mean, that's an amazing because it's so crazy. You're kind of like, oh, hot, too. I got to say she's kind of borderline hot. Yeah. I mean, it's a mugshot. I'm just going to say that she's my type. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. Okay. Rachel likes girls with meth up their pussy. Now, this kind of reminded me, there's not really much story here, but it reminded me of that story from late June um, that a a man was um, arrested in Alabama and accused of putting his squirrel on meth. Yeah, I hated that story. So that was like an attack squirrel or something. Is that possible? I'm sorry. I don't know. I think that guy was just really high. I don't know if that... I don't think that was like... It's a weird story. Yeah. Um, Okay. So this last one is sort of just for fun. Okay. Okay. Rachel... You saw this. I saw this. I'm sure when you saw it, you had the same reaction of me. This is content that is fucking custom made for me. Yes. And that is um, a 2004 sex survey that asked rappers about anal sex. Love this story. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, so let's just go over some of the highlights of this story. A lot of these rappers, I don't even really know. Like, there's some obscure... This is like... All the, this was like such a time warp for me because this survey was published in 2004. So this is like literally rappers I listened to in high school. Right. So I only heard of like half these rappers. Okay. Like I don't really know all of them. So they asked people, they asked these rappers, how do you decide who you'll have anal sex with? And I don't, do you think that they got the answers they were expecting? <laughs> no, not at I all. I think that they thought these guys loved butt fucking. And I think like anal sex now is like way less of a taboo. Right. I think a lot has changed. I think a lot Because this changed. is like 15 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and now people are eating ass. They're eating They're ass not just fucking it. talking about eating ass. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of these people are really against anal sex and yeah. they're not into it. Um, there are some people who are, uh, I think one of my favorites was um, Nate Dogg, the late great. Uh, I don't do that. That reminds me of yuck. Poo poo makes the sex nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a favorite one? Yes. Oh, I liked, I liked corrupt because I, Oh, I love corrupt. I liked it. It says, it depends on what the girl wants. I like to make a girl happy. And I said, that's really romantic. Yeah. A lot of guys, I think most guys were just like, nah. Um, And then there were some. Wait, didn't Nori say something too? I think Nori said something good. 
Oh, yeah. Nori was my favorite response because it was the most honest. He said, I would stick it in J-Lo's butthole in a New York second. No disrespect to J-Lo because I have a lot of respect for her, but she's just awesome, man. (laughs) I like a guy who says, I'll stick it in your butthole because I respect you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of like when Nate Dogg sings um, where he says, if you can't fuck that day, just lay back and open your mouth. that to be really romantic it's like uh, you don't have to do anything just open your mouth <laughs> I'll just fuck your mouth baby like you lie back and relax <laughs> uh, anyway so it's a really funny uh, thing if you want to read all the answers you should definitely look it up because it's just fucking it's it's funny like it's great it's really good okay so that's pretty much it for my stories uh, so as far as movie movie, books, and podcast uh, TV recommendations. Did you have anything? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, I just have updates on stuff. Okay. So I obviously got really into The Sopranos at Desi's uh, urging, and she was 100% right. It's totally, extremely the exact kind of show I love. Yeah, it's good. Um, I actually bought some Gabagool today. Oh. Yeah. Oh. (laughs) That was fucking... (laughs) That was that, that was, was me what acting. I was going to tell you. Oh, that was you acting. Okay, because Brendan blew the surprise. He blew earlier, the surprise, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll act surprised." Yeah. So that was I was like anyway. going to surprise Desi and tell her I bought Gabagool at the grocery store today. Uh, and then and then Brendan comes in the room as like right. Where before, did you buy it? Just a fucking pavilion. Oh, okay. It's just some fucking whatever. <laughs> it's some boar's head Gabagool. Yeah. I'm also still watching Sopranos, but I'm ahead of Rachel. So yeah. we can't really talk too much. Okay. Um, okay. The other thing, the other content I'm consuming is Cold, the podcast that Desi oh, recommended right. to me. Right. I just wanted to give a quick update about that. And that is that there is nothing that ever comes out of this podcast will ever be funnier than the songs by Stephen Powell. <laughs> it's insane. Those songs, I was doubled over laughing. I actually started re-listening to it because someone posted about it in uh, the Facebook group. And people were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So I was like, sometimes I'll re-listen to things like when I'm cleaning or whatever because I don't have to pay attention as much. But then I start paying attention and I'm like, oh, my God, like this is such a juicy podcast. It's really good. That whole story. It's crazy. It's crazy. And those that father and son combo is a fucking mess. The whole family is fucked up. Like it is just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I just like I loathe Chris Powell. Was that his name? Josh, Josh Powell. Powell. I Josh loathe Powell. Josh Powell with a fucking passion. This right. guy is the He's fucking awful. worst. He's awful. He's awful. But the dad's songs about <laughs> they're <Susan>. awfuler. <laughs> Those fucking songs. I could not like the lyrics. The oh, they're music, just terrible. Just, and he thinks he's fucking Neil Young or something. I don't yeah. know what he thinks. Like he's awful. I when they when they said that they like found the link to his like music page, I just was so excited. I know. I need to find that link. Yeah. It's really good. I think I said this to someone in the Facebook page that it was a story I obviously knew because it was a major news story yeah. and a crime story. Uh and when I first heard the story, it's like, oh yeah, it's another family annihilator, right. which is awful. But this story is so much weirder right. than you would ever think it would be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, did you have any other content? Um, no. Nope. Um, I haven't really watched anything new, but because of uh, 
the research I was doing on last week's episode and just other stuff I'm working on for this month, um, I wanted to recommend an old movie that's one of my favorites. Uh, it's called Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. If you haven't seen it yet, it's such a weird movie. It's in it's from 1970. It's a Russ Meyer movie. It's um it's actually has a screenplay written by Roger Ebert, <laughs> but it's set in L.A. It's a group. It has nothing to do with the original <laughs> like, Valley, of the, Valley of the Dolls. In fact, Jacqueline Suzanne sued them after the fact because she was like ashamed. Um, of the movie being attached to her name. Right. It's an amazing movie, though, so she needs to calm the fuck down. It's one of the weirdest movies ever. It's very related to that period in L.A., and it has like a serious Manson vibe to it, like culty, yeah. uh, weird guru-type guy character who's like amazing. Uh, he's like one of the lead uh, characters. So yeah, check that movie out if you haven't seen it and you want to watch a really fucking weird movie that I promise you when it ends, you will literally be saying to yourself, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> like That is how crazy it gets. Like yeah. When I watch it, I think I had no idea. I literally thought it was like the sequel to Valley of the Dolls. Right. But it's just its own weird thing and it's definitely relevant to this month. Okay. So... Uh, what did you eat? Um, well, we had a lot of meals together. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too exciting. A lot of shame, shame eating. What did we eat this week? I know we ate a lot together, but what did we- I would say my most shameful moment this week is when I went out to a uh, steak dinner and then came to record oh, yeah. the podcast and ate pizza. <laughs> I ate pizza literally after what? I had dinner and dessert that- at a restaurant. That was came fucking here. amazing. That was so... You know what, though? It was a really small steak. That was a Tony Soprano moment. Yeah, it was like me with like the remote watching TV <laughs> with like a fucking pizza box on my <laughs> stomach eating fucking pizza after I had dinner and after dessert. After Carmella just cooked for you. Seriously. It was amazing. Seriously degrading. It was good. Um, I mean, whatever. I made a really good salad this week. Okay. I got to say, like... If you're going to buy kale f- for a salad, you should get dino kale, dinosaur oh, yeah, kale. Definitely. That makes the best kale salad because it's softer. You than can also curly put the kale. dressing on and let it sit for a second. Yes. Like, like not like lettuce what where I do it gets is wilted. I, sh- I chiffonade it. Yeah. I do like a, I roll it up and you yeah. cut it into little ribbons and then you put the dressing on it and you let it sit. Yeah. It's, and it's good. It's a fucking great salad. Yeah. I but like you, it. you can put whatever you want in it. I like a Caesar. Like a Caesar style. I do like a goat cheese with like some kind of fruit. Mm. Um, okay. Speaking of goat cheese, um, I did it again. Oops. I went to the <laughs> cheese store in my neighborhood and got a cheese plate. I saw your Someone picture. Someone like wrote in the comments, you better tell me about this cheese bagel plate on this week's episode. Oh. Um, unfortunately, I don't know like what the names of the cheeses were. Yeah. Every month... I probably have said this on that episode before because uh, I'm sure I've talked about my cheese plates. Every month, the cheese store in my neighborhood, which is really good, it's called Milk Farm in Eagle Rock. Uh, they do a cheese board of the month that's usually themed in some way. But this month, the theme was um, one of their employees is going back to Sweden. Uh, so they made a sweet, they made a, a cheese board that was her favorite cheeses. So it was really good. And then I got some a side of salami added to it. It had like a fig jam. They make like yeah. a homemade jam. It had Marcona olives and it had almonds. a goat cheese, uh, almonds. Uh, and it had a goat cheese that was really good. Mm. Um, and then it had two hard cheeses. I mean, one of them had like a gray vein in it. It wasn't a stinky cheese though. And it was, re- they were all really good. They just make the best cheese boards. Sometimes I've been in there and I've seen the boards they make for like parties. 
Yeah. That are these massive fucking, they must be like $300. Like I can't imagine how much they are, but they look fucking amazing. And obviously Rachel and I could probably like destroy it on our own. Can I just say that like, you know how like famous people, like celebrities will get like a sandwich named after them. I want a cheese board named after us. (laughs) Yeah. Like the Desi and Rachel cheese board. It has like a really good stinky triple cream. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. One thing I always buy there is Mount Tam because you can favorite. buy a half round. They cut oh, them in half so you don't yeah, have to get a whole one, right. which is always kind of nice because right. you're like, oh, I'll just have a half. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cheaper because the, it, the cheese is like 20 something dollars for that little round. For anyone, that's like a good thing to tell our listeners. We're like, what's your favorite cheese? Are, we both, Desi and I both have the exact same favorite yeah. brand, brand of cheese and type of cheese. It's called Mount Tam. It's by Cowgirl Creamery. They're they're a local Bay Area local creamery. Right. Anyway, one time we the three of us, me, Desi, and Brendan, were eating this cheese at my house. This was like two years ago. And the fucking cat started eating the cheese. Do you remember that? <laughs> I still have it on video, the video of it. It's such a good cheese if you like cream, like triple cream. Yeah. Uh, I like their other one too, the blue. What's it called? I can't remember. It's slipping my mind. Yeah. Um, they have like a blue cheese that's really good too. Um, and it's it's like their other most popular one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's it. That's it. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.